0: Wait <sharp inhale>
1: What is going on, everybody? It's another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Another weekend gone by. Or maybe you're listening to this during the week. You're listening live. You're listening on tape. Wherever. Tape. People use tape anymore? No. It's all MP3s and waves and downloads and all kinds of stuff. That's the big picture from Mammoth WVH from his uh, Wolfgang Van Halen's first album uh, back in 2021. Got a chance to uh, check out Wolf. Uh, and his band this past weekend over at the Starland Ballroom. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, he is just fantastic. Now, on both albums, I, if I'm not mistaken, he plays all the instruments. But, boy, I'll tell you, his band is great. We had a great time. I love Starland Ballroom. Small venue, a standing room only, uh, but it's a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, and he was just great. Kicking uh, Kicking uh, kickin ass. Uh, In Sayreville, New Jersey So good stuff All right, so we've got a really good show for you tonight Coming up in 20 minutes uh, Eric Franco The Vice President of U.S. Sales from BrewDog Is going to join me now This is an interview that I taped a couple of weeks ago BrewDog has recently become the first alcohol-free And non-alcoholic certified sales team In the United States And it was important for them to gain this certification Um, It's an interesting interview And I'd like to get some feedback from folks After listening to the interview what your, um, what's your attitude towards non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic uh, drinks, alcohol-free, things of that nature? Uh, I'd love to get your attitude about it because it's a big business. It is surging. Uh, there is a lot of money on the table to be had. A lot of people are, are starting to make non-alcoholic beverages. Athletic, of course, being the uh, clear and above leaders. But there are a lot of other places that are nipping uh, at their heels, and it would be interesting to see what your thoughts are on it. Send me an email, com. You can hit me up on Twitter, at AlGatulo or X as they're calling it now. Um, don't send me a, a message on Instagram. If I'm not following you on Instagram, more than likely the message is just going to go to junk, and by the time I get to them, it's going to be uh, a, wa- a waste of time. Uh, email or uh, Twitter, uh, X, best way to get in touch with me, at AlGatulo or Albert G at nycradio.com would love uh, to get your thoughts on that. But let us dive into some beer news, but we're going to start off with coffee. Yeah, that's right, coffee. Stone Brewing uh, announced uh, about two weeks ago the launch of its full line of specialty coffees, now available online, rolling out to stores nationwide early next year. Stone Brewing coffee will adopt the branding and flavor characteristics of three of the brewery's popular brands. So Arrogant Bastard Ale, which, by the way, is making a comeback next year, uh, Stone Buena Vesa Salt and Lime Lager and Stone Zocavesa, plus a black label collection of highly exclusive rotating single origin offerings. Um, this is something that uh, obviously coffee is something that the Stone brewers and a lot of brewers like to work with when it comes to beer. Um, they released their first custom small batch roasted coffee beans inspired by Stone Zocca Vesa back in 2021. Uh, but now they have decided, let's do this a little bit more. Um, the full line of specialty coffee products include single-serve drip kit pour-overs, single-serve brew bags, whole bean 12-ounce coffee bags, and industrial compostable K-cups. Uh, coffee.stonebrewing.com for more information on that. They're going to have it in some hotels and things of that nature. Um, this is a big deal, uh, for them as they are sort of branching out into other, uh, space. So, uh, good for them. Uh, kudos to them, and, uh, congratulations. One of these days I'll have to, uh. Check out some of that coffee. I was talking with people uh, last weekend. Uh, my good friend Allison uh, having her uh, Westfield Hops event, which was fantastic. And I really do want to um, get back to San Diego at some point next year, but not in the in the fall or winter. I want to go when it's a little warmer. I really take advantage of the great weather and. You know, Maybe pack a little less clothing, let's put it that way. 11 years of brewing, 11 years of rocking, and now it's time to crank it up to 11. Uh, join the folks at Single Cut Saturday, December 2nd from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's Single Cut's 11th Anniversary Bash. They're bringing the music and the flavors with vendors. Expect limited edition beer releases that'll make you tap your toes and raise your glass. No tickets needed, just your good vibes and thirst for fun. Uh, let's celebrate a decade plus one in style. This will be at both locations in both Astoria, Queens, And in their Clifton Park, New York location, Single Cut celebrating eleven years of brewing beer. Kudos uh, to Single Cut. That is some great news. We've talked about it. I'm going to keep talking about it. The Atlantic City Beer Music Festival, uh, back and better than ever. Uh, They're going to do two different um, events. First one is the OG Spring Festival. That'll return to the Atlantic City Convention Center Friday, April 12th, Saturday, April 13th. Three lively sessions. Uh, Savor Brews from over 100 craft breweries Live music, the bands are going to be Announced soon, Savor Delicious Grub Cool vendors, a lot of shenanigans um, They're also bringing back The fan favorite, Hops Trap 5K That will return on Saturday, April 13th Then the festival makes its way Back to Bader Field, Saturday, July 13th For the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival Summer Sessions, the outdoor extravaganza Extravaganza, excuse me Easy for me to say, two sessions 75 breweries, live music Bands to be announced next year so you have um, Friday, April 12th, 8 p.m. to midnight, Saturday, April 13th, noon to 4, featuring the Hobstrot 5K run, and then you have Saturday, April 13th, the third session from 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, the Here for the Beer tickets are on sale now. If you don't want to pay the Ticketmaster fees, you can wait a month or two. They will be selling them at different breweries. Uh, you can avoid the fees and just pay direct. Uh, you just have to pay, obviously, New Jersey sales tax, so you can wait for that um, and get your tickets a little bit cheaper. The Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival Summer Sessions, one, uh, one date, Saturday, July 13th, noon to 4, 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, those are the two sessions that will be taking place there. acbeerfest.com uh, for all the information that you could possibly need. Uh, Garage Beer. I've not heard of these guys, but apparently they're making quite the impact. Um, This is a simple, refreshing light beer crafted in the Midwest, and apparently it has won the hearts and minds of beer-loving dads everywhere to become the fastest-growing beer in America. Uh, This month alone, Garage Beer has doubled its state distribution and widened its retailers by opening up in Chicago, Philadelphia, and Nashville. It is uh, one of America's only independent light beers, only a 4% ABV, 95 calories, and 4 grams of carbs. Pretty cool. Served in two simple varieties, regular or lime. So my guess is it sounds like they're just doing like an elevated sort of Corona uh, type of beer. Founded in the Midwest, Columbus entrepreneur and owner of Garage Beer, Andrew Sauer, focused on building stronger communities across America one beer at a time. It is available in Ohio, uh, Indiana, Kentucky, and now Illinois, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee. So a six-state reach for Garage Beer. Uh, They have... um, They've doubled 252% compared to a mere year ago. Uh, It's become the number one best-selling craft light beer in Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, where it's currently in distribution according to data from retail analytics firm IRI. In the last four weeks, Garage has joined the top 250 brands. So kudos to Garage Beer. We have to get them on and uh, check out their story and see where else they're going to be moving to. Sometimes if you move too quickly and you're not able to meet the demand, uh, that could become an issue. So... We shall see. Uh, new Belgium's uh, uh, chief uh, marketing officer, Sean Belongi, or Belongi? Belongi? Belongi. I'm going to go with Belongi. Uh, he's been appointed CEO of the Fort Collins, Co- Colorado-based craft brewery, overseeing their portfolio of brands uh, along with um, Bell's Brewery, Kansas-based Distinguished Vineyards, and others. Kudos to him. And then Indeed Brewing uh, has promoted internally from, uh, for its new leadership, Ryan Bandy who was the former director of experience. He's now been uh, and has been appointed chief business officer for the Minneapolis, Minnesota-based craft brewery. Founder and former CEO Tom Wizand has moved into an advisory role and is pursuing a career as an airline pilot. Very interesting. So congratulations to Ryan. We've had Ryan on the program before, uh, and kudos to him. Interesting stuff uh, that has gone on in the beer world. And before we take a break, um, the clock is also ticking For Governor Murphy and the state of New Jersey. So the election is over. The lame duck session is about to begin or has begun. Um, He has to conditionally veto the beer bill that has still been sitting on his desk. Once he does that, the clock starts. And I believe it's starting this week. So um, it behooves the legislature to move on this. But there are a lot of other problems in New Jersey. I don't have a lot of confidence. And I've said this before. I said it over the summer. I don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to get this done. I really don't. Simply for the fact that there are more important things that are going on uh, in the state of New Jersey. And I, I know that they've been talking behind the scenes. I know that they've been trying to come up with some stuff. But the, the biggest sticking point for me is the fair compensation of business owners that have bought liquor licenses. How do you do that? You're not going to make everybody happy. Are you going for the most amount of people and the others just kind of say, screw you? This is a very delicate subject. And again, I've said this before. I do agree with the governor. If he signs the beer bill, the rest of it goes away. The legislature is not going to take it up. I just don't think they're going to take it up in these next six weeks. I think this bill dies and it goes back to square one. And if that happens, I don't think you're going to see any change in liquor license reform or beer anytime soon. And that could become problematic. We shall see. When we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. On AM 970, The Answer, a little more Mammoth. WVH, that's Optimist from his uh, Mammoth 2 album. Great show at Starland Ballroom uh, over the weekend. A lot of fun. Had a great time. Uh, was there with uh, my best female friend, Nicole. Uh, we always have a good time at concerts. Speaking of concerts, I am jacked. We'll t- maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this next week. Sammy Hagar, um, Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani and Jason Bonham. Uh they are touring next year. It's gonna be uh basically a Van Halen greatest hits tour. Um there'll be a little you know, there'll be some solo Sammy stuff, um but uh and no circle stuff, but and no chicken foot, which is weird because it's three fourths of chicken foot, but uh no chicken foot, but mostly Van Halen hits uh touring this summer. Uh, PNC Bank Arts Center on uh, July the twenty seventh. I will be there, and then uh, the boys from Birmingham, Judas Priest, are back. New album coming out. Um, they are touring. Second stop on the tour is Newark, New Jersey. Everybody, Prudential Center on uh, the I think it's the nineteenth of April. Just eight days before my birthday, which is fantastic. That is a great birthday present uh, to myself to see my favorite. Heavy metal band of all time. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Eric Franco, the vice president of U.S. sales from BrewDog, is going to join me on the program. As I mentioned, it's an interview I taped a few weeks ago. Um, BrewDog has recently become the first alcohol-free and non-alcoholic certified sales team in the United States. That's coming up in just about 10 minutes from now. I would also be remiss if I didn't thank Jack Maxwell and Meredith Thomas um, kudos on uh, Jack uh, getting one of the awards at the uh, New York City uh, Webfest. Fest um, he uh, won for Best Host for his show Spirit Guide uh, with Jack Maxwell I am hoping that somebody picks it up uh, it's a great little sizzle reel I would love to see the pilot in its entirety but I'd love to see him do more shows because I think what Jack did uh, with Booze Traveler was awesome because it wasn't just about having a drink with somebody it was about the experiences around having that drink in whatever city, town, country that he was in. And the uniqueness of that was really, really cool. So congratulations to Jack and to Meredith as well. All right, let's dive into uh, news. Fegley's uh, Brew Works Craft Beer Festival, that's coming up on Saturday, December 2nd. Uh, this is from noon to 4 Eastern. It's the 13th year that uh, Fegley's has done this um, in Bethlehem. Uh, it, the tickets include... Uh, a two-hour buffet filled with pub favorites and munchies. There's uh, featuring more than 50 craft beers to sample from. Dozens of the best local and national craft breweries. Uh, they're going to have live music, food, of course. General admission is from 1 to 4. costs 45 bucks for a ticket. The VIP is from noon to 1. The exclusive VIP only hour plus admission <clears throat> to the event from 1 to 4. That's $55, and if you want to be a designated driver, it's 10 bucks for the event. Cool thing. Uh, if you've got nothing to do and you're in the Bethlehem area, on uh, Saturday, December 2nd. You definitely want to check that out. Our friends from South 40 Brewing, proud to announce that they're collecting new unwrapped toys for donation to the uh, Marine Toys for Tots program from now through December 13th. Do a good deed. Reward yourself with a delicious beer. Happy holiday season. Drop off your donations, 110 Newfield Avenue, Edison, in Raritan Center, anytime the brewery is open, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 4 to 8 p.m., Friday and Saturday from noon to 10, or Sundays from noon to 8 Kudos to South Forty for doing that. Uh, Weldworks excited to announce their next round of Media Noche releases. That includes a collaboration with Trillium Brewing. Uh, they are the tickets are for both releases on sale now. It retails at twenty five bucks via Eventbrite. Pickups begin uh, on the twenty second of November through December tenth. So they did a Noche P.M. Uh, which they uh, did with Trillium, which is really cool. Now uh, this is uh, a selection of Media Noche barrels. Uh, Aged for 30 to 32 months and 16-year Thomas H. Handy Rye Barrels and 18-year Sazerac Rye Barrels. Um, it creates notes of burnt ca- caramel, sumptuous vanilla syrup, toasted marshmallows, and a hint of leather. Then there's, uh, you know, with, with the vanilla beans and, and Kenyan coffee, it just sounds like an amazing, amazing stout. They ended, added a blend at the end of raw and toasted coconut. Uh, so you've got some really rich layers in that. And then hot cocoa media noche meets barrel-aged imperial stout. aged for 28 months in six-year Weller weeded bourbon barrels infused with a generous dose of hot cocoa powder and a bounty of deliciously toasted marshmallows. That sounds fantastic. So those tickets are on sale now if you want to get that. Uh, our friends from Athletic Brewing, America's largest non-alcoholic brewery, announced that over 200 recipients have received more than $1.6 million as part of its Two for the Trails grant program in 2023. They established this back in 2018. Uh, to date, the program has awarded nearly 400 grants, totaling 4300000 million. They've helped to fund over 500 projects in 43 states, the, King- the United Kingdom, and Canada. That's really cool. Applications are open now. The grant period will open in the summer of 2024. For more information on the program, just head over to athleticbrewing.com. Uh, slash pages slash two for the trails if you want to check that out and get some information on that our good friends from stone brewing their enjoy by their next enjoy by is out now they want you to enjoy it by january 1st of next year so you got about uh, about 40 plus days uh to go on this one it is a double india pale ale at 9.4%, 90 IBUs. Now, it says here that the availability is in California and um, regional Virginia, but uh, I, I do believe that you can get this uh, elsewhere. I don't think this is just specific to those two states. Uh, it is only available in uh, a six-pack of 12-ounce bottles, a 22-ounce bomber, or uh, on drift, which is interesting. I have not seen a lot of breweries doing bomber bottles. In fact, I haven't seen many in liquor stores uh, that they buy. So, this was released back on the 6th of November. Uh, Nuggets, Supa Galena, Simcoe Delta, Target, Amarillo, Cascade Galaxy, Citra, Nelson Savon, Moteca, and Helga Hops. That's pretty that's pretty good there. Uh, it's uh, dry on the palate, hints of alcoholic warmth, nice bitterness on the back end, a little more heft and mouthfeel because it is unfiltered. It's an unfiltered IPA, which is really cool. Intense Peach, Tropical Fruit and Citrus. The hoppy uh, dankness is a little muted in this version. Um, they uh let's see, do they pair it? Yeah. Uh you can pair it with guacamole. Uh you can pair it with um gumbo, Thai drunken noodles. So a little more on the spicier side, sausage stuffed jalapenos. Although I've never seen anybody make sausage stuffed jalapenos. Interesting. You can have it with dessert, and they even have a pairing for cigars as well. Um, a couple of different cigars. This is what I love about Stone that they give you these pairing notes so you can pair up different beers. Um with uh, various foods, desserts, and even cigars. That's pretty cool. Uh, Let's head back to uh, Denver. OMF Brewing, our good friends there, they've got a couple of things going on. Hot Dog Monday is back with them. Every Monday at 4 o'clock, you purchase any full-size beer and receive one free basic AF hot dog. Hot dogs will be available starting at 4 p.m. until they're gone. Uh, Keep the Glass, that takes place this Tuesday, November 21st This edition of OMF's ever popular Keep the Glass promotion is for plant lovers It's a mason jar glass, comes with a full pour of OMF beer Then uh, there are different beer releases One is out now, meant to be It's a collaboration with Perennial on Lockwood Um, It is a dry hop saison with Strata and Zappa Uh, This is uh, a 5.9% ABV, it's available on draft and in 16 ounce cans Coming out next Saturday, the 25th of November, Sad-Eyed Lady. That's a collaboration with Fate La Force Brewing. Uh, it's a Belgian-style blonde ale dry hopped with Nelson Savant. Uh, it's 6% ABV, on and in 16-ounce cans. Fountain Keys. This is a collaboration with Central Standard Brewing. Uh, that's also out on the 25th. A West Coast Extra Pills hopped with Citra El Dorado Strata. It's a 6.5% ABV. That's also available on Draft and in 16-ounce cans. And then finally, on Saturday, December 2nd, Wave Motion. Uh, this is Ruby. Uh, this is a rotating IPA series. Uh, this is a West Coast style IPA topped with Ilani, uh, Citra, and Strata. Uh, the IPA pours clear. Notes of tangerine, pineapple, peach, and lime. Uh, avail- it's uh, 7.2% ABV. It's also available on uh, Draft and in 16-ounce Cans. And then finally, coming up this week, uh, tickets will go on sale for the Colorado Brewers Guild uh, Collaboration Fest. That'll be taking place Saturday, March 30th of next year at the Westin Westminster. Uh, this, uh, the tickets go on sale on Black Friday on November 24th. They'll run through Cyber Monday on November 27th. Uh, this is the, the original Collaboration Beer Festival that showcases the unique and cooperative culture of Colorado's craft beer scene This has been going on since 2014, so uh, this is the 10 year anniversary, which is pretty cool. And then um, they have uh, it's uh, they've collaborated. This is the Colorado Craft Brewers have collaborated with independent breweries near and far, sometimes spanning multiple states and even continents to create one of a kind beers for the CBG fundraiser. So again, there's a lot of stuff in here that you would only see at the Colorado um, the, uh, the the Colorado Brewers Guild the Collaboration Fest, which returns on March 30th. Uh, of next year, and the tickets go on sale uh, this coming Friday on Black Friday. Thanks to our good friend Shea Franz for all the great Colorado stuff and Colorado breweries. Um, I am definitely getting out to Colorado next year. That would be a cool event to go to. I'm not sure if I'd be able to make that one. Sammy Hagar is playing, though, in August on a Sunday night at Red Rocks. That's tempting. We'll just we'll have to see. Uh, when we come back after a short break, Eric Franco, the vice president of U.S. sales from BrewDog, will join me on the program. This is the algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. A little uh, mammoth WVH uh, playing over at uh, Starland Ballroom uh, coming up. And uh, just listen, to see Eddie Van Halen's son play guitar, sing, do all the great things that he does, uh, a phenomenal show. Um, my next guest, over 25 years of selling beer and craft beer in the U.S., he's the VP of U.S. sales for BrewDog. But what's really cool is the reason we're having him on today. Uh, slash usa is the website for more information they're all over social media as well and you know what i love about this guy fresh off a plane boom he calls up and calls in i love this let me welcome back to the craft beer cast the vice president of u.s sales for Brood dog eric franco eric how are you i'm doing well Al. how are you uh, i am great we're going to get to the reason that you're here in a moment but first i wanted to ask you uh you've been with Brood dog for over nine months now we spoke earlier in the year how is it going for you so far
2: yeah, I appreciate you asking. The thing's going really well. You know, the brewery is a great place, great place to to work, uh, a great place to drive solutions for the retail business. And, you know, the brewery is not kind of a, a startup brewery. We've been around for quite some time. right? And we're, we're really kind of starting to see some traction on some of the new things we've implemented uh, as a sales team, as a brewery, and then as a global kind of business uh, to the retailer.
1: Uh, well, so let's dive into why you're here. Uh, uh, a few weeks ago, BrewDog announced it has become the first alcohol-free and non-alcoholic certified sales team in the country. Congrats on that certification. But for the layman who doesn't understand, what does all of that mean?
2: Uh, it's a, well, thank you. And we're really, really excited about this, Al. You know, I think it's one of the things that we've committed to at at the brewery and uh, as a sales team is is really – Providing not only our team with educational opportunities and advancement, but really creating solutions around business and business types and categories that we think are really going to drive the business and the categories moving forward. So uh, we partnered with AF Aficionado, Megan Anderson, who is a fantastic, fantastic, um, you know, if you will, beer, beer professional. Uh, they basically have produced the world's first professional-level training and certification platform. Right, mm-hmm. it's called AF auto uh, and they developed it with recognized industry experts. And so, we, we felt really important that we needed to establish a credible knowledge base uh, in this category because it's such a, a really fast-growing category.
1: Sure, and
2: we felt like partnering with someone like that that has a lot of credibility and that has you know experts tied to it. We felt that was a really strong
1: play for us. You know, because, and and let's face it, Eric, I mean, when you are training a salesperson or a person who has been with the company for X amount of years or whatever it is, and you're selling a new product, and it's something in the, you know, like the non-alcoholic space, It's a relatively new product for people to sell when, you know, most people have been, you know, sort of conditioned on O'Douls and Sharps and, oh, it has a bad taste and this and that. You want your sales staff to be able to walk into a distributor or walk into a bar and say, hey, look, we have this non alcoholic beer and here's what it tastes like. Let me give you a sample, but let me explain the process that we go through in order to make those beers. You want those people to have the knowledge to be able to sell that product, not just, oh, uh, as a throwaway, we have this, correct?
2: That's exactly it, right? So this is a really comprehensive program on alcohol-free and non-alcohol-beer ingredients, right? But it's, it's from ingredient side, it's the sensory side, it's everything from production and handling and service to market trends and distribution. So, you know, it's not just for our retailers or our wholesaler partners, this is for, you know, makers and educators and hospitality companies, influencers, you know, solo advocates and press. So it, it really is, very comprehensive I mean the test I'll be honest the test is not easy we were <laughs> to be, we were quite surprised that and most of us are, are certified at least peer server certified Cicerone right and uh, this test was was very very difficult really required a lot of uh, kind of learning and, and taking time mm. to really look through those those manuals and that information provided.
1: Yeah, I I mean, and your sales staff must have been like, all right, I took all these tests already. Another one? I got into this because I didn't want to take tests, but I get it. We're talking with the VP of sales for, uh, U.S. sales for BrewDog, Eric Franco. BrewDog.com slash USA is the website for more information. They're all over social media as well. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So Sober opto- October was just a couple of weeks ago. Nanny State, the beer that launched you guys into the non-alcoholic space. But was it important to have non-alcoholic versions of your core beers in, in this uh, 12-pack that you had, like Punk, Elvis Juice, and Hazy, in Instead of saying let's just launch three different types of non-alcoholic beers, you wanted stuff that people would be familiar with, correct?
2: Yeah, that that was part of the strategy, Al, and we, we felt like it was important because we you know we have we think we have an advantage, right? Um, and there's a lot of breweries that only brew, let's say, or provide alcohol-free or non-alcoholic beer ingredients, or beers specifically. So you know they do a really really nice job. At likes a good example, but we feel that we have a, a really great solution for retailers and and drinkers in general that we have the the reg strength if you will full strength portfolio then we have our our af side as well Mm -hmm. and we just felt like strategically it was important to line those up right so if you love punk west coast ipa as an example and you like that profile and you like a west coast you know our punk af will be something that is, is very very similar so we felt like it was important to be true to brand but also true to style and not waver we are coming out however with um, some new products in the new year, which will kind of go off script a little bit and will offer seasonal opportunities and styles for people that are really loving this type of product but then love uh, love out as well.
1: Oh, so there'll be the, those products that come out in January, they'll be non-alcoholic as well?
2: We do. We have a new line of seasonal six-packs coming in uh, starting in January with uh, our, our uh, mugshot, which is a coffee AF. So it's a coffee stout mm-hmm. AF, which is fantastic. And then we'll have... Uh, which is kind of an OG brand for us, Clockwork. Clockwork AF is a tangerine IPA. That'll be our our non-out for the summer. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have a a hoppy, which uh, we're calling a holidays AF, which is a hoppy, kind of festive uh, AF IPA in in the back half of next year as well.
1: And we're talking with the vice president of U.S. sales for BrewDog, Eric Franco. Just got off a plane, by the way. BrewDog.com dot com slash USA is the website for more information. They're all over social media as well. We're here on the algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. I am. I am going to ask you this question, Eric, and it's sort of it's a little loaded because I don't know if anybody really has the answer. Um, why is it that in the last couple of years? The non-alcoholic, uh, beer space has sort of exploded. Is it a generational thing? I noticed that people of, I mean, I'm in my mid-fifties, but I noticed that people in their, in their twenties and thirties, they're not consuming as much alcohol anymore. Maybe they are, but, but not in the, in the larger quantities that maybe, uh, you know, we did in our, you know, in our, early, in those early years. Um, we're seeing them go to more alternative types of things like non-alcohol beer. What, what is the explanation for that? Is it that, or is it something else?
2: Yeah, I think there's a couple things. I think you know, and this is more of an elevator version, right? We could, I'm sure you and I could talk for for hours on this subject matter, but I think people question their relationship with, in general, in, in with wellness. I think coming, you know, post pandemic, I think a lot of people either consumed a lot of of, of, of products, whether it was food or alcohol or non alcohol. I think people were in their homes and they consumed a lot of things. Oh, I know that uh, I'm looking
1: down. I'm looking down at my gut right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I
0: did.
2: (laughs) Well, we're we're all, we're all that way. Right. But it was not only was it food or beverage, but it was, you know, it was information. It was television shows. It was maybe rewatching, you know, a, a, an episode of XYZ or the run of the show. Right. Right. So I think people uh, really questioned their relationship with just kind of wellness in general coming out of it. So, Either people took a really, really strong stance to say, hey, you know I got I got more fit during that time frame. I'm going to continue that. Mm. or you know what? I didn't get fit and maybe I want to get fit and based on kind of the relationship I want to have with you know consumption, moving you know moving forward. So I think a lot of it was time. A lot of it was uh, a dedication to uh, just being more more well, right? Well-being, I think mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, I think people really challenged themselves coming out of that. <clears throat> to look at themselves and say, hey, but we want something else. I think the other thing is you mentioned O'Doul's and you mentioned some of the the traditional beer offerings that, right. that the consumer had access to. You know, this the new norm now is that there are significantly more non-alcoholic beverage alternatives, right? And so the quality's improved. It's not just in beer, it's in wine, it's in spirits and nootropic. It's 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 a lot of different al- alternatives. And so people now, because they are curious And because especially the younger generation are not as brand loyal, they want to try new things. Mm -hmm. And so there's a value in offering and having those types of items available to them.
1: Uh, We're talking with the vice president of U.S. sales for BrewDog, Eric Franco, BrewDog.com slash USA, the website for more information. They're all over social media as well. We're here on the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. All right, last question from me, Eric. When you're in a leadership position in sales, how important is it to lead by example?
2: That's a great question. I think it's, it's everything, right? I think, you know, if, if you're willing to do the work and you're willing to kind of be, you know, hand in hand or even uh, lead organizations uh, in that way, I think, I think sales teams and, and I think that the balance of the organization views you differently, right? I think, mm-hmm. you know, managing from a cloud or managing from behind a screen, you know, there's times you have to do that just based on, you know, today's world and based on, and, and, you know, roles and responsibilities. Sure. But I think getting out into the marketplace, understanding uh, what the needs are what the marketplace dynamics are and showing teams that you know what you're expecting is is something you're willing to do is is everything to teams and I think uh, you earn a lot of respect that way
1: that is a great answer to a question that everyone if you're in sales if you're listening to this right now that's what you should be listening to you should be invested in your product you should know your product backward and forward but you should also be listening uh, to the people that you're dealing with, because that always helps as well. Eric, thanks so much uh, for joining me tonight. Uh, Vice President of U.S. Sales for BrewDog, Eric Franco, BrewDog.com slash the website for more info. Congrats on the uh, certification from uh, the AFNA, and uh, good luck with all the uh, non-alcoholic products. And thanks again for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it.
2: I appreciate it, man. Anytime you want to sit and uh, we can uh, we can train the trainer. Let's get let's uh, get on a call and get educated.
1: I love it. I love it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. Oh, yeah.
0: All
1: right, I'd let this go all the way, but I can't. This is, uh, that's Sammy Hagar. It's uh, the, the two-thirds of, of Van, uh, the two-fourths of Van Halen, excuse me. Best of both worlds with Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani, Jason Bonham on the drums. They were on the Howard Stern show earlier this week on Sirius XM. That's where the audio comes from. Uh as we bring you back to the final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 the answer so Sammy um went on Howard Stern's show uh, earlier this week to announce they're doing a tour it's the uh, best of all worlds is what he's calling it it'll be a couple of uh solo Sammy songs the rest of it will be Van Hagar era songs from 1986 uh up until uh, you know he left the band around 96 so those 10 years encompassing uh, a bunch of hits from Van Halen. That's Joe Satriani playing the Eddie Van Halen parts. I have to tell you, I, you know, and even Joe has said it, I can't do justice to what Eddie did. Um, it's his interpretation of what's going on. It sounds really good. The cool thing is every guitar he's playing has the Chicken Foot label. I hope, I hope they throw some Chicken Foot in there uh, while they're touring. I've already got my tickets. PNC Bank Arts Center at the end of July uh, next year. Can't wait to see it. Maybe I take a trip to Red Rocks in August to see them again. I don't know. We'll see. But um, I have to tell you, it sounds great. Sammy's voice sounds better than ever. Uh, Michael's backup vocals sound great. His bass playing is awesome. Jason Bonham is a very good drummer. Uh, These guys could pull it off. If you're looking for that Van Halen tribute, sort of, this is it. This is the closest you're going to get to it. Um, I don't think Alex Van Halen is ever going to do a tribute, and that's fine. I, I'm okay with that. If he's okay with never doing something, that's okay. Wolfgang Van Halen has made it quite clear uh, they'd like to do something, but everybody can't sort of get their act together. And by that, I mean David Lee Roth. Uh, I'll say it if he won't. Um, the fact that they won't let uh, David Lee Roth won't allow the last Van Halen album that was put out to be re-released. Uh, You know, on Spotify and things of that nature speaks volumes and it tells you of the disconnect between those guys but I understand if they don't ever do an Eddie Van Halen tribute that's fine Wolfgang is fantastic on his own he's doing his part um, and he's his own musician and anybody says that he's not a good musician you're out of your mind, you haven't heard the guy he's fantastic and I get it but this is what Sammy wants to do and he's invited Alex he's invited David Lee Roth He said there's going to be a bunch of different guitarists on the tour that may jump in. I'm all for it. You say it's a cover band, call it whatever you want. I don't care. Um, I think it's going to sound fantastic. I cannot wait to see it. Um, And and that's it. And I'll leave it at that. Maybe we'll talk more about this. Greg Renoff wrote wrote this great book uh, about Van Halen um, years ago. And um, maybe maybe, I'm going to try and get Greg on the show next week we'll talk some Van Halen and Van Hager. Maybe we'll do something a little different instead of having a beer guest. Might be a good idea. All right. Anyway, let's dive into Suds and Duds. Um, I, I'm going to recap Westfield hops in just a moment, but a couple of beers that I've had. Uh, Paragon Tap and Table always has a great uh, draft selection, but they have a great can selection, too. Um, if you're there, you can pick up uh, cans, a $5 a can. You get a four-pack. Uh, ha- I think you have to buy a minimum four-pack, but they have a great selection, uh, maybe you're at the restaurant eating and you want to take something home. This is the opportunity to do it. Believe me. All of their cans are on sale. They have a bunch displayed uh, in a case when you walk in, uh, in on the restaurant side. But anything behind the bar, I believe, is for sale as well. So you definitely want to check it out. Uh, two of the ones that they got in were from Hot Butcher for the World. First up was Scrap Metal. I love the can. It was uh, purple. So I'm a sucker for anything purple. Hazy, juicy. It was a fantastic beer. I uh, was waiting for... um. Chris Monahan, one of the reps from Lawson's Finest, he had given me a couple of cans of the Nitro Stout. That's out now, which, uh, in fact, I am reviewing this week, I'm actually drinking this weekend, and then I'm going to review it, uh, hopefully, on next week's program. Uh, and then had the Bug House Square uh, by Hop Butcher. That was another banging beer. Nice and juicy. Um, slightly different can, but sort of, you know, going with that same theme uh, of uh, crazy, you know, comic book style art. Really cool. Good stuff. Um, stopped over at wet ticket, uh, last week as well, uh, to have a couple. And it was, um, you know what? Yeah. I ended up running a, a pat was behind the bar and uh, we were having a good conversation about some music and stuff. But, uh, actually we were talking about Iron Maiden and how we both don't want to pull the trigger on tickets because he's not a fit enough somewhere in time. Um, and he wants to hear more older stuff like me, you know, cause we're around the same age. Um, so it's interesting um, they're playing next November at Prudential, and I was going to buy tickets, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to hold off. If I decide to do it, I'll do it last minute. It's on a Saturday night, you know. if I want to go, I go. If I don't, I don't. That's how I'm going to look at it. Anyway, uh, I had the Trolley Hopper, which I've not had in a while. That's uh, one of those ones, I, I always, Trolley Hopper is the beer that I like to have, and then I forget about it for a while, uh, and I stick with you know their Coles or something else, and then I go back to it, and I go, wow. This is a great beer. Why do I avoid drinking this when I'm here? Because it's a staple of theirs, and I don't know why I avoid that. It's kind of silly of me. Sorry about that, uh, Tim and Al. And um, I had a great conversation with the two of them uh, at Westfield Hops. So we'll get to that in a second. Speaking of the Kolsch, that's what I followed up with. Uh, it Listen, the, the Kolsch is – what Tim does with his Kolsch is fantastic. It's spot on. It's perfect. Uh, it's so eminently drinkable. I love it. The other beer, first – of all, I lo- and I love his Hefeweizen as well um, – which he has on tap during the summer. But the other beer that I like to have from him is the Pursuing Paradise, um, which is his Mexican lager. It's clean. It's delicious. It is so good. Um, just a really fantastic beer uh, and really enjoy um, that one. And if that's the one that they have on tap you know, consistently, I'll drink that one over and over again. It's a delicious beer. Um, and Tim does such a great job with all that stuff. And we had – He and Al and I, um, the owners of Wet Ticket, we had a great discussion um, at Westfield Hops. I won't get into the details. Um, You know, just some internal stuff and, and, you know, stuff that, you know, is going on in New Jersey, obviously, uh, with the governor um, and not signing the bill and the conditional veto and, and, you know, all this other stuff. Um, Westfield Hops was great last Saturday night. Um, Kudos to Allison. What a great event. Um, Smaller than previous events. Uh, but great. Uh, not too crowded. Um, w- you know, wonderful to see everybody. Uh, catch up with everyone. Steve Ashton from Ashton Brewing. He makes a great call. Delicious. Uh, the guys from Coastal um, had a great time with them. Uh, got the uh, new collab between them and Ashton. I haven't drank it yet. I will. And uh, we'll review it. Can't wait. Uh, the wor- I think it's The World is Your Cloister is the beer. Um, got to chat with uh, the folks from Oakflower. Oakflower was there. They, they did a lime uh, lager at 3.7 that was fantastic. Um, could drink that over and over and over again. A nice, easy drinking beer if you're looking for something that's not going to uh, punch you in the face. Uh, Bird's Mouth was there. Their lagers are fantastic. I had the dark lager. That was delicious. Um, uh what was it? Uh, oh, my God. What now I'm blanking. The Black IPA, I did not have. Uh I had their other dark beer, and I cannot oh God, oh my, I cannot. I'm brain farting here. Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. Um Schwartz beer. That was it. It was their Schwartz beer. Jeez, but I never remember that. Um that was delicious. Really, really good. That was solid. Jersey Cyclones lager was very good as well. I was trying to stick more with the lagers. I had a couple of IPAs. Um Bolero's two beers that were there, I have to tell you. Their No Coast IPA, that's a great beer. And I didn't know, you know, I knew that their new brewer was from the Midwest. So they make a beer that's sort of a little bit hazy, but it's got a little bit of that West Coast bite to it. A delicious beer. That was really good. I could have had that over and over again. And then what was really cool, their Sour, I think was the first time they've done a Sour in a long time where it didn't hit you in the face with a tart pucker punch. It was mild. Um the you know the tartness and the sourness were there, but it wasn't over the top and then uh Kim from wet ticket, she came with me as my uh drinking companion for the evening. We mixed it with the slushy sour peach sour that uh wet ticket does. It was delicious it was a nice half and half a couve it was fantastic enjoyed it a lot um great to catch up with everybody. five dimes was good seven tribesmen uh stout was excellent their coffee stout. Uh, who else, who else, who else? I don't want to miss anybody. Uh, Cypress's beers were good. Good to catch up with Charlie. Uh, it was just a really good evening. Um, had a great time catching up with everybody and a lot of fun, and that's Allison's last event of the season. She'll be back with Big Brew first week of March, I believe. Uh, we'll get you the details on that on next week's program. Uh, I don't think the tickets are on sale yet, but they will be on sale soon. And finally, before we get out of here, kudos uh, to Alosta Beer out um Uh, Covina, California, they had their 10-year anniversary party yesterday. Kudos to 10 years, my friends. I am expected to be out on the West Coast sometime next year. My wife and I are going to do a trip down the Pacific Coast Highway, and if that's the case, we will be stopping at Alosta at some point point. It's not a beer trip, but we're going to make a stop there for sure. But congratulations on 10 years. My thanks to everybody involved in the show, including my guest, Eric Franco, the VP of U.S. sales from BrewDog, and of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I am back on the Joe Piscopo Show Monday at 6 a.m. This has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. Cheers, everybody